0: the party small talk and I am Matt yes, and we are going down to brown town <laughs> which if you'd have been listening to the last episode does not mean anything sex related it means we're going to the chocolate shop because I'm hungry for chocolate what about you
1: always always hungry
0: for chocolate well uh look we've got a really really big show up uh, today for yeah. you, we're going to discuss what we were doing in uh, in the massive break that we've had between our last show. It's been holiday time for Mister and I. Yeah.
1: We have uh, a very important news story to discuss. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt um,
1: in the
2: news.
0: Yes. Uh, then new segment called Story Time. We'll explain sort of where that came from later on, and then finally the the cherry on top of the dinner party small talk cake. We have a talk with a young woman called Candy Crush.
1: Yes. Now,
0: can you just give us a quick background on her? So,
1: Candy Crush is suing the company who made Candy Crush. She says that they stole her name.
0: okay. So, very, very interesting. Uh, very
1: important law stuff happening.
0: Yes. Very, very interesting stuff coming up, uh, later on. But first, let's... Do, what have we been... What have you been doing in the break? Ah, uh,
1: in the break? It's been
0: so long since I've so seen you. It's been so long.
1: I mean, like, you know, we had that first episode, you know, our crowning achievement, and, you know, we have that sophomore slump, but we're back with the third one, and just in the break between them, I've just, I've really refreshed my mind, body, and spirit. I
0: felt like just after that second episode, we just, it was, we were so exhausted, two mm. podcasts in two weeks, we just had to sit down, take a week's break before we yeah. released another podcast. It was
1: just, it was too much, you yeah. know, sometimes you just you have to take a week break.
0: So that week off uh, between... The, the second and the third has been well-earned. well, well earned. Tell, tell yeah. me what you've been up to.
1: I um, lived on top of a mountain.
0: Really? Yep, for the any, whole week. Any particular mountain?
1: Uh, you know, I just, I, I kind of spun around in a circle, pointed, found a mountain, went and lived on top of okay. it. Okay,
0: do you know what mountain that was? No. Oh, okay, so you just walked, found the nearest highest yeah, peak and then sat up uh, there.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: What, what else happened on, on the top of the mountain?
1: Um, I basically just sat up there, you know, I had to kill some crows to eat them. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. you okay. know, I, I kind of Conan Barbarian, Conan the Barbarian did.
0: Was it a very high mountain?
1: You know, mountain is a funny term because it probably was a hill. Okay. But, you know, I feel like technicality is not that important.
0: How far did you walk to get to this mountain?
1: I mean, it was like, it took me maybe like 15 minutes.
0: Okay, so it was probably just the hill over there.
1: It, I mean, you know, the hill, technicalities. Oh, okay. I lived on top of a mountain and ate birds.
0: So it's a very misleading title for the hill itself. It's quite a, it's a large hill.
1: Well, I mean, that's even sort of debatable, isn't it? I mean, it's not that big.
0: Okay. Was it a speed bump?
1: You know... <laughs> it was a bit
0: higher than a speed bump. Sorry, I yeah, nobody was
1: trying to drive over me or anything. No. It was grassy.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It
1: was a knoll.
0: Okay. Lived on top of a knoll. That's very yeah. interesting. Uh, I recently had a tattoo.
1: Oh. Yes.
0: On a very private part of my body. Wow. Of course, no one else can see it. Let me just show it to you.
1: Wow. That
0: is my mother's vagina.
1: Yeah, and just just on you there.
0: Yep. With the words, for those that can't see it... Remember where you came from.
1: I mean, it's kind of a nice sentiment, although I'm also repulsed and disturbed at the same time.
0: Which is how I feel about, you know, life in general, so that's why I have to remember yeah. where I came from. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it doesn't repulse me so much as just make me yearn for home. Yeah. yeah. You'll also notice that I no longer have hat hair.
1: Yes, your hat hair's gone.
0: Uh, and we booted hat hair off the air because yeah. you know, I, I actually found that A man tried... Well, a man tried to kill me because my hat hair was so bad.
1: So, you know, people who listened last week, we had an advertisement, hat hair, one of our big sponsors, but after Matt had, you know, used hat hair in his own life, just found it to be pretty destructive.
0: Well, and that's sort of part of it. It's kind of like... uh, It's like that feeling you get when you come off heroin. It it feels bad, but it's a good thing, you know what I mean? In the long term. This was like... (laughs) This was just bad. Like a man actually tried to kill me because yeah. my hat hair was so offensive to him. Yeah, so so was, we got rid of those guys. Fuck those guys. See you later, hat hair, douchebags. And we've got a couple uh, couple more uh, wonderful sponsors yes, this week. Yes, who
1: I am sure will not try and kill either of us.
0: Well, the cannon. Shh. Yeah. They're well,
1: not going to try and kill us. That doesn't sound dangerous at all.
0: We'll oh, see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't, listen yeah. to their ad. It's very aggressive. Yes. Uh, But that's, you know, that's what I've been up to in the last, well, in the holiday, in the break, in the week. Yeah. Big break. Yeah. So now, first things first. Yes. I want to talk to you and I want to have a little listen. And you may have heard about this, a very, very big uh, announcement by Jennifer Love Hewitt, of all people. I
1: did hear about this.
0: Now, she recently uh, had a, a a speech to give. She gave us a, a public announcement.
1: Yeah, she held a press conference.
0: Held a press conference, that's that's the, that's the term. Held a press conference, uh, and and it was a rather revelatory thing, and we haven't heard from her for a while, because she did, I mean, Ghost Whisperer, I think most people... I think re-
1: that's off the air, though, right?
0: Did she? Did... Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's the point I'm making. Okay. She hasn't been around for a while. <laughs> Uh, and now we find out why. Now, um, I, first I would like to take a listen to what she has to say. We've, we've got a little clip here from the, the speech that she gave earlier uh, and we can have a listen to that and then uh, we've actually got her mother to, okay, to talk great. to. Yeah, her mother is in the studio. Uh, and if you know if you'd like to ask her any questions, um, yeah, she, no, she might be able to shed a little light on, have the,
1: on. Knowing about what's what's about we're about to listen to, I can definitely think of some questions.
0: Yes. All right. Let's have a listen. Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, giving her speech. Um, uh, what was it? A couple of days ago?
2: Yeah, I think
1: it was only a couple
2: of days.
0: Okay. Jennifer Love Hewitt.
2: Yes, I have attained a certain degree of celebrity and success from my stint in movies my music career, and my time on party of five. However, the woman you have come to love and adore is not who I really am. I have been harboring a secret my entire life, a secret I can no longer bear to keep. The stress of living a lie has taken its toll on me for too long and I am here today to dispel all rumors and to reveal the truth to you about who I really am. Today, I, Jennifer Love Hewitt, am coming out as a half-human, half-reptile hybrid. At this point, I have many personal questions that I need to focus on answering for myself, as such, I will be returning to the wild in order to find the rest of my biological family, if they are alive. I will be changing my name to Jennifer Love Reptile. This will be the last you see of me in mainstream media. The rest of my comments regarding my reptilian nature pertain directly to my adopted family and my close personal friends. So I ask only to be shown respect and privacy during this period of my life. Thank you all for your support, and for your attendance today. Wow. Wow. Like, I just didn't see that coming I, at all.
0: I never knew.
1: I know, like, I would, I've, I've seen her in things, I've, I've watched her, and I just I just didn't know. You I just, didn't
0: get the inkling that she no. was half reptile.
1: No, not at all.
0: But now that she's mentioned it, funnily enough, you can, you, you see it
1: yeah and it's weird because it's like you can't really go back and watch stuff she's been in and not kind of know
0: it's really in your face now it's yeah like, it's like
1: oh well clearly she's half reptile
0: like, I mean it's
1: so clear like it's like it
0: it like, manifests itself in every 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 you know in the way she acts in the way yeah. she talks in the way she she performs it was yeah. a very, very reptilian performances yeah which what?
1: again and now you're just like oh of course i should have seen this coming
0: she's cold-blooded it's of obvious course. yes but uh we have her mother um in the studio uh mother love hewitt um she is well she's here now with us yes please take a seat
2: oh thank you um
0: would you yes, like to
2: Um thank you
1: so much for coming. I understand this is probably a fairly um tumultuous time for you and your family.
2: Yes, it's it's been a very stressful time for us here in the Hewitt house.
1: Yes, when um when did you know that Jennifer was half reptile?
2: It's a secret that I've been keeping for many years. Oh. You see, I found her well, It wasn't so much her as a a clutch of reptile eggs on my doorstep. Mm. Some 30 to 40 years ago. I can't remember how old she is. (laughs) I haven't checked IMDB lately. (laughs) And I found her on my doorstep and I took her in. She hatched not two days later after some incubation. And ever since then, I've been hiding her secret.
1: And so now, did she know she was half reptile?
2: Yes, yes. It became apparent very early on that she wasn't like the other kids.
1: Mm.
2: Yes. She, she used to have, she used to smell with her tongue. She needed heat in order to survive. I mean, we all do. Yes, but it became very apparent that she was cold-blooded. You yes. seem like a, like a lizard, like a reptile.
1: Yeah. Are you, um, surprised by any reactions that you've been getting to this news?
2: Yes, in the, the sense that it, it, it took so long for people to realize. Yeah. I, I Are, thought it was quite obvious that she was reptilian, or at least uh, mostly reptilian.
1: Well, just speaking for myself, like I, it had never occurred to me, but the minute I heard it, it just felt right. Yes. And it felt really nice to really see her living her truth in that moment. How, how did that feel as a parent?
2: I was very proud of her, to see how brave she was, to come out as a half-human, half-reptile hybrid, I am sure that if the circumstances were reversed and I was a half-human, half-reptile hybrid, I, I, I'm not sure that I would be able to, 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 to broach the subject with the adoring public who'd come to see one particular version of me as they had her.
1: Mm. Yes. Now, one thing that I found really interesting is in her release in the, in the press conference, she, she mentioned her movies and her work on Party of Five. But she Party of Five, yes. Yes, she didn't mention the ghost whisperer. Is she ashamed of the ghost whisperer?
2: We're all ashamed of the Ghost Whisperer. Fair enough. Yes.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, I just, I thought that was interesting, so I just wanted to see that we were all on the same page.
2: Yes, Ghost Whisperer has been a source of great shame for uh, Jennifer and me and our family. Uh, I actually, she came up to me one day and she said, Mama, she said, Mama, are you ashamed of me? And I said, well, yes, darling. And she said, is it because I'm a half human, half reptile hybrid? I said, no. I said, that Ghost Whisperer show is just awful. Yeah. I, can't, I can't understand what became of you. Please, please, never ever talk to anyone about it. In fact, I'm glad she came out as a, as a half-human, half-reptile hybrid. I'd prefer that, they knew, that the people knew about that rather than her term on Ghost Whisperer.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. My respect for her after coming out as a half-human, half-reptile hybrid has just shot up because it was in the toilet after Ghost Whisper.
2: Yes, and people so fondly remembered Party of Five. Mm. Party I mean- of Five is, is my entire life, and it's not just because my daughter was in it, but it's because it was just, it, it's a way of being, Party of Five, yeah. you see. I, even this day, I still get people coming up to me and going, are you Jennifer Love Hewitt's mother? And I say, yes, and they say, Party of Five, I love Party of Five, it changed my life. Well,
1: that's wonderful to Party hear. Party of five.
2: Party of five.
1: Do you... How would people know that you were her mother, though? I mean, I know she's half-human, half-reptile, but are... I mean, are you trying to say that you're the human half? Well, yes, of course. Uh, Wait, so when you say you found the eggs...
2: Oh, no, 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 no. What, what you misunderstand is that... Well... Did she... I didn't find a clutch of eggs on my doorstep. Yeah. It was a genetic experiment. Oh. My DNA was fused with a reptile. Oh, a I... Jennifer Love reptile was born from the DNA. Oh, I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> no, I'm really
1: relieved you didn't have sex with a reptile. This is much better.
2: Oh, I've had sex with reptiles on many occasions. Oh. But she is not the spawn of a reptile in that way, no.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. That I... is not a
2: physically possible uh, thing, well, you understand? Well, that's what I
1: thought. But I, I, I mean, suddenly I thought maybe you were some sort of medical miracle.
2: Well, I suppose it. in the sense that you could breed a half-human, half-reptile in the, in in a test tube, yes. But uh, I have been penetrated by reptiles on many occasions. Well, this has really just been a revelatory interview. Yes, yes. Um,
1: And so, I mean, thank you so much for coming in and letting us in on all this, the deeper side to Jennifer Love Hewitt being part- uh, uh, Jennifer Love Reptile. I'm
2: so sorry. Yes. So
1: sorry. She Jennifer be- Love Reptile.
2: Yes. Uh, Ah, may I, may I make a message to my daughter if she's out there? Please. Jennifer, if you're listening to this, please know that I will always love you, even if you take on a more reptilian form as you have been doing for the last few years. Mm. Please know how proud of you I am that you came out as a half-human, half-reptile hybrid, and how proud of you I am that you were on Party of Five. It is my favorite show, really. Thank and you. Jennifer
1: Love Hewitt... Jennifer Love Reptile. Sorry, it's, I'm gonna take me a little time to get used to, but I I, I understand.
2: Apologize.
1: Jennifer Love Reptile, I just want you to know how proud I am of you for bringing vajazzling to the mainstream consciousness. Thank you.
2: Did she do that? Yeah. Oh.
1: Pretty sure it was her who, she was the one who talked about it.
2: Oh, I did not know that. Oh. I've been vajazzling myself for years. I, I had no idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Excellent. So it's been great to have you in.
0: Yes, thank you very much for being thank here. Thank
1: you so much. Uh,
2: it's been my pleasure. Thank you both.
1: All right. Well, I think that we're almost at time to go to an ad.
0: Yes. Uh, Ms. Love Hewitt, would you like to to uh, tell us about the next ad? I, I we, we filled you in on. A,
2: yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is, I'm sorry. This is the Just first time the I've been copy. on it. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have an ad. For the Scram Home Protection Cannon, uh, I have used one of the, these for myself for many years since Jennifer Love, Reptile, left the house and she could no longer protect us with her reptilian venom.
0: Thank you very much. Thank well you done. So well much. done. Very well. Uh, done. Well, uh, let's uh, have a listen up to a word from our new sponsors, Scram, uh, and we'll see you after the break.
3: Are you sick and tired of strangers setting foot on your private property? Hey, yo! You wanna jack this old dude's car? Get off my property! (laughs) Are you sick and tired of having to answer to a world that forgot you after you came back from the war?
0: Hello, sir. I was wondering if you had a second to talk about the word of God.
3: Get off my property! (laughs) Are you sick and tired of godless heathens interrupting you while you're trying to take a shit? Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? Get off my property! Then protect yourself with the Scram Home Protection Cannon! The Scram Protection Cannon is the compact, affordable, and easy-to-use cannon that a crazy old hermit like you needs! With Scram's patented one-touch fuse lighting system, the Scram Home Protection Cannon is so easy to use, a baby could set it off. So you probably shouldn't have any babies around. The Scram Home Protection Cannon also makes a great suicide machine in case the world doesn't make sense anymore and you just wanna end it all. So remember, if any unwanted guests come within 600 yards of your home, tell them to SCRAM!
1: Hello and welcome back to Dinner Party Small Talk. We just had an ad there from SCRAM Home Security. Cannon. The
0: Scram Home Protection Cannon. Home Protection cannon. cannon. Yes, don't get it wrong. Uh, right, I, we don't I, get
1: paid if we say it wrong.
0: Also, I mistakenly got it wrong when I was talking to the man who owns the company, and he literally fired a cannon at me, and that was not fun. So be very, very careful about yeah, you know, how I, you pronounce I want to. I mean,
1: we, we really need to start trying to find some um, advertisers who um, aren't trying to kill us.
0: I really don't think I'm going to be having him back. Although... I am worried about how he's going to react when I tell him that, because he does have a giant cannon. Well, he sells a cannon. Oof. He has a whole shop full of cannons. Anyway. Now, while, between sort of this week and, and, and last week, uh, now the people who uh, have liked us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dinnerpartysmalltalk, for those who aren't in the know, um, if you're not in the know, how the fuck are you listening to this, <laughs> by the way? Because that's, Thanks for
1: random searches on SoundCloud. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> Uh, we put our email address out yes. there, which was...
1: DinnerPartySmallTalk at gmail.com. You, One word.
0: You know it. And we were just flooded with emails. Oh, uh,
1: it's been crazy.
0: <laughs> I I have literally... The seven day... I lied about what I was doing in the last seven days. I have been fucking... Troll like just trawling through hundreds of emails uh, um, and,
1: and I mean and so many of them are just like you guys are amazing and we love you and that's it and, and
0: like straight dick pics just uh, dick pics
1: so many peens yeah so much peen
0: but interestingly enough now a lot of people must have liked Barton Cranberry's story last week because uh, we have received a number
1: it was a really really great story. Get
0: that weirdly satisfied smile i your sorry, face. You're I'm making sorry. making jealous. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bart. Never mind. Let's just... <clears throat> we won't have about it. You know, I it.
0: think he'd be a cold and unsatisfying lover, by the way.
1: I don't
0: know. Mm, stop. would be
1: worth finding
0: it? Oh, my God. Anyway, we have received a number of stories from people. A number of submissions of, you know, just original fiction yeah. stories. Anyway, <laughs> we received one from and you will not Fucking believe this. Matt LeBlanc? No. Oh. Better. Better? Better.
1: Wow.
0: Better because it's. Kanye West.
1: Kanye West? Kanye
0: fucking West. I'm not. (laughs)
1: Kanye West, the rapper.
0: (laughs) It's from fucking Kanye West at yahoo.com. And I can only imagine the only person I would receive an email from. Yahoo! It's Kanye?
1: It's Kanye.
0: It's Kanye West. Wow! He sent us a headshot, and it is like A5. It is fucking enormous. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. So, Kanye West sends us a story via email.
1: Dinner party and, small talk at gmail.com
0: Correct. And it is called... I'm sorry. It is called Kanye Saves the Amazon. <laughs> now, okay. The weird thing about this is... Now, that's funny enough as it is...
2: It-
1: pretty amazing I'm
0: reading this story
1: yeah because
0: you haven't seen it so you have no idea what's coming up No. no
1: I'm
0: reading this story and the main character is called Kane. K-A-Y-N-E. Alright? Now, okay... <laughs> That's that, a good
1: try, Kanye, but I think we all know what you're trying to more say. More to the point
0: is that it is obviously very thinly veiled
1: <laughs>
0: story about him. It's an action-adventure. Okay. okay.
1: Well, I mean, he's saving the Amazon.
0: Yes. Uh, but it seems to me like he's forgotten to change... He wrote it about himself. Yeah. And then forgot to change the title. So it says Kanye saves the Amazon. So the
1: character is Kane, but it's Kanye saving the Amazon. And I'm
0: going to have to try really hard because what we're going to do right now is we're going to read it to you. We're going to read okay. you the story. Now this now here's your copy. Oh,
1: uh, okay. thank you. Yes.
0: Now, this is fucking enormous. It is huge. It's I can't we can't read it all in this one show. Um, in fact, now even given that I've been talking for a few minutes, it's going to take us a while to get through part 1, but well it, it's it's very entertaining, so okay. and by a while, I mean, like five minutes, I don't know. this show's right. only like forty minutes long. I
2: know. <laughs> um,
0: okay, so this is Kanye saves the Amazon part one. now, I'm gonna try my best Kanye accent. It's probably gonna be awful, okay. but I just i I felt like you can't really get into the spirit of it unless you're doing the Kanye okay. accent. Now I, now there's a character funnily enough called Kimberly. I would like you to read Kimberly for okay. me, please yep. so in, okay, pa- I in part do that. one, we've only got two characters, but um. All right, are you ready?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this thing.
0: Kanye saved the Amazon by Kanye West. The warm Brazilian sun filtered through the gaps in the blinds, picking up the dance in dust motes, making them glow as they twirled in the evening air. Kane watched them as they floated delicately, and for a second, he felt like he was one of them. Drifting with the ebb and the flow of the breeze, dancing effortlessly through the atmosphere and glowing in the light of a heavenly body. He blinked and furrowed his brow as he came to a realization. He was like them. He was Kane fucking North, the most talented American rapper in the history of America and rap, drifting on a breeze of money and dancing effortlessly through an atmosphere thick with talent. And he wasn't just glowing in the light of a heavenly body. He was a heavenly body. A star of such brilliance that the world itself couldn't help but bask in its glory. Kane smiled at this thought as a figure stirred in the bed next to him. He blinked a few times as the reverie of his being briefly faded from his thoughts and he turned to look at the woman beside him. She was Kimberly a successful model and TV personality and his wife, his wife, mine, he thought, staring at her as her enormous breasts rose and fell, the dying light of the sun falling over her erect nipples and her amazing ass as they passed through its beams. Her eyes opened lazily, falling immediately upon him, and a smile crept onto her face.
1: Hello, handsome.
0: She said, her full lips parting, and her sweet, sexy breath falling gently upon his skin.
1: Couldn't sleep?
0: No, he replied. Too much shit on my mind to quit.
1: Are you thinking about Obama again?
0: Yeah, again. How could she expect him to forget it? It was the moment that his self-imposed exile began. It was the day of President Obama's inauguration. Kane had become a staunch Republican after his previous adventure in the Civil War-era ghost town had revealed that emancipation had been a sinister plot by white Democrats to regulate the thoughts, emotions, and achievements of black Americans through assimilation and the false veil of democratic freedom. As Obama had approached the podium, Kane felt his frustration rising. He had been unable to control himself and it had felt like an out-of-body experience when he burst onto the stage and began explaining to the crowd that Taft was the greatest president of all time. However, the decades of brainwashing had cast too powerful a spell for Kane alone to break and the gathered throngs immediately turned on him, booing and throwing rotten vegetables and shit. Looking back, the reaction seemed more absurd to him now than ever. After all, he had told them that he was going to let Obama finish. But it was not enough. Public opinion turned against him at lightning speed as the images were transmitted around the world. The next day, Kane was run out of his own country. He was lucky that Kimberly had decided to come with him. As beautiful as South America could be, it was an alien continent, and Brazil was an alien country. Cain threw the bedclothes off him and arose from the bed.
1: Are you alright?
0: Kimberly asked. Kane walked to the window and parted the blinds. The sun had now dipped below the horizon, leaving a dim glowing corona in its wake. The streetlights had switched on and the crosshatched cityscape below him buzzed with activity. It's just that... <sighs> he paused. What could he say to explain himself? He felt vulnerable and vulnerability did not suit him well. He had always been an outspoken man, and why not? He was an untouchable god of the music industry, equal parts poet and musician, and an unstoppable force of creative genius. But now, now he felt like his wings had been clipped. Perhaps, like Icarus, he had flown too close to the sun, and this was his reward for his meteoric rise. The comparison was apt, he felt, as instead of melting wax, the humidity created beads of sweat that ran down his face and fell from his chin, landed audibly on the wooden floor beneath him. He thought about Kimberly, about all she had done for him, all the sex, all that ass. He turned to her and saw that she was looking back at him. He didn't recall how long he'd been thinking to himself. Do it, Cain, he thought. You have nothing to fear from her. It's just that I'm so full of doubt, baby. His heart began to race. He had never exposed himself like this to anybody before. What was it about Kimberly that made him feel so safe? Was it her pussy? Was it the way her pussy felt? It's probably her pussy, he thought to himself.
1: What do you mean?
0: She replied, What if they're right... What if they're all right about me? Kimberly stood. The sheet slipped off her amazing fucking breasts and fell to the floor. She strode over to him confidently. Her pussy was magnificent.
1: You know what I think?
0: She asked, coyly running a finger down his chest. Was that? He replied, unbelievably erect.
1: I think that's ridiculous.
0: She's right, he realized. So we told her so. You're right, he looked out the window. It just does crazy things to me when I feel like I'm not making a difference. Kimberly kissed him gently on the hand.
1: Oh, baby.
0: She cooed as she walked sexily over to the bed.
1: You just can't stop changing the world, can you?
0: She leant over to the bedside table and picked up the remote for the TV.
1: You know something, though?
0: She hit the power button.
1: Sometimes the world doesn't need saving.
0: The TV came alive. The news was on. Kane's head slowly turned as the anchor read the report. We return to our biggest story this evening. American President Barack Obama has declared the Amazon rainforest to be a terrorist threat to the United States. He has vowed to use all the resources in his power to wipe the Amazon from the face of the planet. When questioned as to whether he was concerned about the effect this might have on the levels of atmospheric oxygen and the planet's ability to sustain life, Obama remained stoic, replying that the will of the American people to survive the terrorist scourge was greater than any potential threat annihilating the Amazon would pose. Furthermore, he added that utilizing the breathable air created by the Amazon rainforest would be considered collusion with a terrorist threat, and warned the population of the Earth to begin breathing from man made oxygen sources in order to avoid suspicion.
1: Oh my god.
0: Kimberly gasped.
1: I never knew that the Amazon was conspiring against America.
0: Kane was silent. She turned to him. He was naked and sexy as fuck, his eyes fixed on the TV. It's not, he said.
1: But the president himself said. The
0: president is a liar, Kane roared, his dick enormous. The Amazon has been framed, just like me.
1: So, what does that mean?
0: Kim asked meekly, shocked and awed by Kane's enormous dick. It means, Kane said, turning his gaze to the darkened horizon beyond the window, that I have to save the Amazon.
1: Wow. (laughs) Just wow. Oh
0: my god. Kanye
1: West, ladies and gentlemen.
0: He is truly more poet than man really
1: Uh, just creative genius
0: that was part one so i will follow next week with with part two of carnet saves the amazon
1: (laughs) and see where this story goes i
0: couldn't even believe it Uh, it's so entertaining though it's genuinely well it's well not genuinely good but good from a like i mean it is
1: good it's, it's 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 amazing in the sense that Kanye West wrote that.
0: Kind of like the video for Bound 2 with Kim Kardashian. It is, it's, it's, it's,
1: it is the written version of Bound 2.
0: It's like, it's bad but good.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I'd like to see Seth Rogen and James Franco act it out.
0: That would be amazing. would be amazing. All right. So let's take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsors and then we'll talk to Candy Crush.
2: Woo! Hey!
0: And welcome back. This is dinner party small talk, and that was a word from our sponsors. I'm Matt. Nissa. And we are about to have a very,
2: very interesting
0: uh, interview.
1: Yes. Um, we have a guest. She's just waiting out in the hallway. Um, I can go grab her now if you want. Well,
0: let's before you do, let's uh, let's fill the the people in on on exactly who she is.
1: Well, so her name is Candy Crush.
0: Yes, Candy and, Crush.
1: And she is suing. Uh, King, which is the company that makes the Candy Crush video game.
0: Yeah, ah, okay. So she so she hasn't named herself after the video game.
1: Apparently not.
0: Or, so, whoa. I mean, that's what
1: she says. So. And Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. she alleges that they took the name from her.
0: Okay, alright. All right, so
1: I'll just go grab her. Okay. Um, do you want
0: to come in? Um, I'll
1: just be back one second. I just have to run out and uh, get, do some lady errands. But I'll see you in just a sec.
0: We're in the middle of a fucking podcast. She's gone. Hi, uh, afternoon.
1: Hello, it's nice to meet you.
0: Uh, Candy, Candy Crush.
1: Yes, that is my name, my legal name.
0: Okay, so most people would be very confused by this because Candy Crush is the name of a very, very popular mobile game.
1: Yes, now I am aware of the mobile game. They stole my name.
0: They stole your name.
1: Yes, they used it. To make money off of and I am suing them
0: now okay candy crush is a rather unusual name uh, is it at all possible that this was a coincidence
1: no it is absolutely not possible I one time spent a week in Sweden and that's where their company used to be located and another time I spent like four in London and that's where their company is now.
0: Now what, what, what company is this that we're... It's at?
1: the King Company.
0: And they are the creators of Candy Crush Together. Yes,
1: them and um, and their owner, Ricardo Zacchioni. I met him one time.
0: Ricardo Zacchioni, you met Ricardo Zacchioni?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and what was the, the nature of this interaction?
1: I can't remember, but I saw his picture on the TV and I met him one time.
0: You can't remember what happened?
1: No, but I mean, I meet lots of people.
0: Okay, all right. But it, I've
1: definitely met him.
0: Can you, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just trying to look at this from a sort of like an analytical point of view, from mm-hmm. the point of view that, that, that a prosecuting or, uh, or defending lawyer will take, uh, because you do have an upcoming court case, obviously. Uh, yes,
1: I'm suing them for 10 million download dollars.
0: 10 million download dollars?
1: Yes, yeah, so however many downloads, however many dollars they got for 10 million downloads, that's how many I want.
0: Ah, oh, okay, so you're not looking for like credit for download for King Games.
1: No, I just want money.
0: Just money? Yes, okay. absolutely.
1: Uh, it's for the emotional damage that they t- steal my name made. It was my name, my personality, and my two favorite activities which are eating candy and crushing it.
0: Okay, okay, so how uh, your personality? how does your personality fit into the game?
1: Well, I just told you, I eat candy and I crush it.
0: But you do those things. That's who I am. So you're saying that what you do and who you are are synonymous?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Excuse me if this seems a little bit rude, but that seems rather shallow. Like, surely there's more to people than just, well, even you yourself, than just eating candy and crushing it. No. Do those... Do do you eat it and then crush it? or, Or is it? do you crush it and then eat it after you've crushed it?
1: I'm sorry, I don't think you understand. I'm not saying I crush candy. I'm saying I crush it at life.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking about a method of preparation of candy. No, I just
1: eat candy like a normal person.
0: Okay. So you seem to be very, very confident then you crush it at life. Yes, Uh, I'm
1: very good.
0: So you, you, you aren't afraid that you're going to lose this lawsuit?
1: Absolutely not. I mean, I have irrefutable, irrefru-
0: Irrefruitable <laughs> evidence. <laughs> See? I Sorry. Just, I just made a joke. I'm a, I'm a radio host. That's what I do. <laughs> it,
1: was, it was an excellent joke. Thank you. I have evidence that people cannot dispute. I mean, for instance, do you know there are 620 levels in the game?
0: No, I did not know that.
1: Because I live at apartment 620.
0: Is that true?
1: Absolutely. And I don't think that's just a coincidence.
0: Now... Can we go back just a second, because mm-hmm. I, I uh, something you said earlier struck me as interesting. Now, you said you met Ricardo, but, yes. sh- but you, you can't remember what happened, but you saw a picture of him on the television.
1: Yes. yes, and I definitely met him.
0: Okay, if you can't remember meeting him, how do you know that you met him?
1: Well, because I recognize his picture.
0: Okay, but couldn't you say the same thing about Brad Pitt?
1: Well, no, but I've never met him. Like, I recognize this picture like, I saw it and I went, I've met him.
0: Okay, and you don't have that feeling about any any celebrity or anything like that? No,
1: not unless I've actually met them.
0: Okay, that, mm. mmm. right. Uh, strong evidence here for the case. Now, uh, similarly, has Ricardo been to your apartment?
1: Um, it's really possible. I meet a lot of people at my apartment.
0: What do you do as a career, Candy, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Well, I think that's a little forward of you and not really pertinent to the case.
0: Okay, let me... I
1: think that what is more important is the fact that when people meet me, they keep looking at me like I'm a corporate whore, and I am NOT a corporate whore.
0: I... Candy, um... Are you a...
2: intimate professional?
1: I mean, I am a professional and perhaps maybe sometimes I am intimate with my clients, but that... I don't know what you're trying to imply, because I'm not a corporate whore.
0: Okay. Are you one of those things? I'm sorry, that was... that was. I, I apologise. The looks you're throwing me right now are making me... I apologise. Well, I just think I, that I, that look, was not
1: very gentlemanly you of you. You are correct.
0: I, I apologise, and I do not wish to put myself in the path of your litigation steamroller. Thank uh, you. Because you are... Traveling full steam ahead, the court date is tomorrow. If yes, I'm... it is. Yes. Uh, and as we discussed before, you seem very confident, so you're not at all scared that this might be a frivolous lawsuit or... A compl- well, I
1: don't see how you could see it as a frivolous lawsuit. I mean, my name is Candy Crush. I have been to Sweden. I have been to London, and I met that man. Plus, my apartment number been 620, and that's how many levels they have. I mean, how do you dispute those facts?
0: They are very, very... It's, it's strong evidence strongly circumstantial Uh, I'm sorry
1: I don't know what that word means
0: it's never mind it it, irrelevant um okay yes Uh, did you ever go to their their studios in Sweden and or London
1: I may have I don't remember
0: what do you remember Candy
1: I remember that I have been to Sweden and I have been to London
0: can you tell me the nature of your trip to Sweden
1: I was a professional development
0: professional development Mm -hmm. in your own particular career yes okay um may I ask I'm just I'm interested in you Candy Crush as the person I want to get away from all this 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 nasty talk of litigation and and lawyers and and, and harmful things and talk about who you are as a person right. I want the public to know who Candy Crush is you know Um,
1: okay
0: now in your career what does a professional development course entail
1: um It's like meeting other people who do what you do and, like, learning different things that maybe you didn't know how to do before. Like, they can show you ways of doing things that you've never thought of.
0: Such as?
1: Such as, like, if you, like, fix light bulbs, you would go to a light bulb... No, no,
0: no, 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 please. Keep it... Can we talk concretely about you? Can we we relate this to you? Because I'm just Uh, really interested in confirming... what there you was do. one
1: girl, and her name was Snowflake. And she taught me how to fit a penis into my mouth way farther than I ever had before without gagging.
0: Thank you very much, Candy Crush. Thank uh, you. I think that really answers all my questions.
1: No problem.
0: Um... Oh, okay, uh... As we can see, I apologise. Uh, you you just—you have a—you have a strong presence, and I, it just overwhelmed me for a second. Um, you know,
1: I hear that a lot.
0: You seem like a very nice person, Candy. Uh, Thank you. I wish you the best of luck with this lawsuit. I'm. Sh-
1: I don't need luck. I have facts.
0: I'm sure you do, and I'm sure that justice will prevail in this
1: case. I think so. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me on the program. If anyone out there is listening on the jury, you know who's in the right.
0: Okay. This is, look, just. This is my show, all right? Step back.
2: I don't. Step back. Sorry.
0: Thank you. Um, Well, that was our, our wonderful interview with Candy Crush. If she could please yeah, see I'll herself just out go immediately. Out
1: this way.
0: Yep. Uh, out, could you send Hello. this a.
1: Thank you. Hi, right, thanks. Um, sorry longer than I thought I was going to. Did you already finish the interview?
0: Why in the name of Jesus H. Christ did you leave me alone with her? Holy fuck.
1: I don't know. She, I mean, what? What was wrong with her? She seemed cute.
0: Okay. Like a little... Have a little listen back to this later on when we're okay. finished. I don't really feel like it's, um.
1: I mean, she seemed like it would be funny. Like she's, she's suing a big com. I don't know. It seemed interesting.
0: It was interesting.
1: Well, see, that's all we were looking for. I
0: just have a problem with people that come on the show and don't know their place. All right. She was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll talk more about this later.
1: Okay. Jesus.
0: Uh. So that was Candy Crush, I suppose. Who is a prostitute? If you didn't. What? If you didn't. Yeah. If you didn't get it. Uh, oh. Look, can you just take this, please? I'm. I'm just... Sorry.
1: Some things just totally started making more sense. All right, so this has been Dinner Party Small Talk. If you want to reach us, you can find us at our Facebook page, which is facebook.com dinnerpartysmalltalk, mm-hmm. or our email address, dinnerpartysmalltalk at gmail.com. Both of those are all one word. You can write to us with questions, comments, you can write us horrible things, and we'll ignore them, or you... nice things, and we will remember them.
0: You can write us stories, if you like, because we've always got more time yeah. for story time.
1: Yeah, and if you know there are any segments that you particularly like or ones you don't like, feedback. If there are ones things you'd like to hear us talk about, that's great, too.
0: Alrighty. righty. Well, I'm Matt. I'm Nissa. And thank you very much. For another week, we bid you adieu on Dinner Party Small
3: Talk. Bye. Bye.